Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Very odd one in about a month or so. It's one where I can celebrate a win and we can talk about a win without having to be all doom and gloom. Uh, three guests here, uh, two of them you may recognise if you've uh, been following this channel uh, since the start, Mac and Mark. Uh, when uh, Let's Talk Tottenham used to be just podcast, it was us three. How you doing, boys? Yeah, yeah, good evening. Thanks for having us back. It's always yeah, good to know. No and uh, you, you've got, uh, you may see from Mark's uh, uh, square, I guess, or whatever, or <laughs> whatever there, you've got a podcast of your own, uh, Motion Podcast, Raw Motion. Uh, tell us about that. Where can you find it? It is in the description anyway, uh, but for people who don't know. Mac, I always do this, mate, so you can plug it if you want. <clears throat> well, no, it's uh, Emotion, um, Emotion Pod, uh, Raw Emotion, the Tottenham podcast. We're, um, we're currently posting our, um, our podcast out via... Um, Hey, you best say where we put the mark. Well, Twitter, you can get us on Twitter. You can get yeah, us on all on all um, podcast streams. So we we do our we do a, a pre match, half time, post match analysis. We call it more emotion because we um we, we swear we, a lot. And yeah, it's the first ten minutes. I've been told I can't swear, so I'm going to try and keep it short. And Mark can take over. But uh, yeah, we um, we we just give a you know a, a gut reaction. None of this pre-planned you know sort of lights, camera, action type of, of thing. Not that I'm implying that uh, <laughs> lights, camera, action. You can see he's done his makeup. But um, no, we um, yeah we, we we just we just do it as we see it. We call it by the gut. There's there's no room for for, for manoeuvre. You know we you know we just we just give it raw, and and, and that's how we like to do what we do. Excellent. Uh, the Twitter handles for both Mac and um, Mark uh, are in the uh, description along with the uh, podcast. Uh, uh, Vicky, I keep calling you Vicky. You've got to change your name on your handle thing. Jens, Jens, uh, been wanting you on the show for a little while. I, I chat to you all the time on um, uh, uh, Eugene's uh, podcast. Uh, we've got Brian Daigle coming on as well. He, he, he said he's available. So just give me a sec, Brian. I'll send that over to you. Uh, but yeah, Jens, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, very good, thank you. Um, absolutely well chuffed about yesterday. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a while. It's been a while since I felt like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on Thursday, yeah, I mean, yeah, we scored five, but still the performance was shocking. I thought. Um, but yesterday, that, that, that against Moorva. Yes. Yeah. But yesterday I was yeah, I was I was very happy. And I think on another day we could have had four or five. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Uh, so I'm just trying to get the stream for Brian here and it's not working on my phone. You know, you amateur, to amateur. Oh. Yeah, if you could, yeah. I mean amateur hour in it on the top left. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Wayne on the chat as well. Uh, how you doing, Wayne? Always comments on the on the chats, not just mine, but all Tottenham podcasts. Three points to the Tottenham, three points to the Tottenham, winning a performance both long overdue. And uh, that performance, Mac, was, uh, well, the, the whole team was uh, fairly good, I thought, but one person stood out, absolutely, this guy, Sonny, he's yeah. back. Uh, had, a, had a fairly poor month, but then so has the team. Uh, absolutely superb. Well, when he's playing like that, making runs and people are there looking for him and those runs, and he's, you're able to get him one-on-one -on -one with whichever defender it is, Unplayable, isn't he? He's mate. He's for me. He's our most important player. You know, everyone goes on about 
you know, keeping Kane for another season. No, it, it, tying Sonny down to a new contract, I think, was the best bit of business we did all summer. The the guy is phenomenal for us, and you know, you you just show the he showed such such love, such passion for for the team, for the shirt, for the fans. You you don't want any, you couldn't ask for any more from from somebody playing for your club. And yeah, for me, he's by a country mile. The the guy is is by far everything that embodies, in my opinion. Tottenham now. Yeah, Mark, what do you make of him? Uh, just superstar. Is is he taking a, a Kane's role? Uh, obviously, Kane now as the face of Tottenham, one of our own, but obviously the summer transfer <clears throat> issues. Has uh, is he now become the the face of Tottenham, or is it still Kane? And, and you know, it's really difficult, Chris, to be honest, because I think a lot of the fans are still hurting by what Kane did. Um, but if he would if he would have scored ten goals by now, I think it would have been forgiven a little bit. But because he hasn't yeah. scored, and Son has been playing really well, um, it has shot a lot of more light onto Son. Um, but I do think if Kane starts scoring again, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I, I find it very difficult when I've been as I was saying to you off air that I've only been in the ground twice this season. I I personally wouldn't sing he's one of our own at the minute because. I'm still hurting from the way he handled the situation in the summer. Not that he wanted yeah. to leave, because I think we'd all probably pretty much accept that you can accept why he wanted to leave, the the, the direction the club's going in. Um, I can sort of forgive him for that, but the way that it was handled, um, I found it pretty hard to swallow, to be honest with you. So, but Son signed a new contract, so he's got that on side as well. He showed his loyalty to the club. You can definitely feel... The love he has for the club every time he steps foot onto the pitch. Um, you know, he was crying at the end of the League Cup final. So he is, he is, you know, Tottenham through and through. But I suppose because he's not English, he didn't come through our academy, Mr. Tottenham will always probably be Kane because of that, you know, I think. But he's certainly a major, major player for us. Major player, you know, and one of the best, one of the best I've seen anyway in my time supporting Tottenham. He'll definitely be fighting for a spot in my all time 11 of players that I've seen for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jens, you, you were saying on uh, Eugene's um channel yesterday, you, you thought Dyer was man of the match. Uh, you then uh went down on your malls and uh, uh back down and said, Son, uh, <laughs> you, you still on the sun uh, uh, side of the fence, or, or yes, do you think yeah. Dyer? I mean, Dyer did do well, I, I have no qualms about that, but. I think Sam just turned it on, didn't he? Also, also thinking about it again, um, I think that Hoybier was mm. somewhere up there as well. Um, I mean, I was very impressed with that goal. And yeah, as usual, he was busy up and down everywhere. Um, but I, st I think I'll still go with Sonny. Um, he's just, you know, when, when, he's, when he's running the defences like that, it's an absolute pleasure to watch. Um, yeah. And yeah, if he'd had his shooting boots on, as I said, we we, we might have had five. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just nice to have an actual win and and, and attacking play as well. It was um, yeah, the far more attacking. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah uh, Brian. Just uh, I I managed to send it out. Brian's here now. Uh, oh, okay. Just gonna say I sent this stuff to him. Uh, Brian, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, people. How is everyone? Not to know. Have you have you met everybody on here? 
Um, apart, there we, I haven't got my glasses on. Apart from Gareth, uh, I've met everyone. So, Gareth, nice to meet you, buddy. Yeah, nice to meet you, mate. Um, and, Mac, I didn't get to uh, donate before for the London Marathon because I've had issues with sending money, but I am going to donate. No, worries, mate. Some... no problem. No worries, man. Mate, just want to let you know, mate. Well, uh, how, how was the marathon yesterday? How was the marathon? Um, it was all right, mate. I'm, I'm feeling it today, put it that way. I'm absolutely... I'm in bits, bits today, but yeah, it was good. Thank you, mate. I appreciate it. And obviously, I've got my. I'm, I'm so. I'm so lucky to be on the bottom row. I'm with my boy Jens. It's always a pleasure to be with him. <laughs> and obviously yourself, Chris, and obviously you. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm on the top row. A rose between two thorns. <laughs> you know what? Whenever there's multiple people, I think I'm in. The, uh, I think I'm playing celebrity squares. Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, speaking of the marathon, Mark, if you send me the link for your just giving or whatever it was, I'll stick it on the description. Okay, mate, um, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, Brian, uh, you, you were at the game yesterday. Uh, how did you find the game? And, and <laughs> I, I did have to laugh. I, I do apologise that you, you were saying on Friday all you wanted to see was a goal. Hoiberg oh. scored and you missed it. But um, please tell me, for the love of God, you saw the second goal. I, I did, but you know what's so annoying is... Uh... Like I said, I wouldn't predict the score on yours. I started it on your show. So, listen, I don't want to predict the score. All I hope to see is a goal. And through my – I don't mind admitting this. Uh, through my – everyone knows I used to be an alcoholic. I'm 13 years clean. Um, but the one issue I have is there's some times where it could be fine, and then all of a sudden I need to go to the toilet like a 10-month-old like a ten -month -old kid, and if I don't get to the toilet quick, I'll wet myself. And I was sitting next to, I was sitting next to Danny Kiriakou, and I just literally said – do you know what? I think I need to go to the toilet. And he go, but I, I go, I bet if I go, they're going to score. And he goes, yeah, Brian, don't risk it. And then all of a sudden, it became one of those moments. So I pelted down the stairs, <laughs> got into the concourse, and as I'm walking that way to the toilet, a really good friend of mine, a girl I used to work with at Selfridges, just happens now to be a steward. She's there. She's like, Brian! And I was like, I need to go to the toilet. But I was like, hug and just hope the worst won't happen. So I hugged, and all of a sudden, I had a roar, and I was like, do you know what? You absolute arseholes. I was like, don't believe he's done it again. He's doing things to me. So, uh, so I run up the stairs just quickly to see who scores. And, of course, it's my favourite goddamn player, Hoiberg. I mean, the odds of me missing a goal is quite obvious. People do it all the time. But when you don't get to go to the games, you live in Canada, like you, and then you see it's your favourite player. And I was like, oh, don't do this to me. Don't do this. I was like, and then thankfully... Obviously, I saw a Villa goal. I've got a 100% record of the opposition scoring against us. So, uh, <laughs> and then, thankfully, we scored a goal. Thankfully, because I was like, you've got to be kidding mate, me. Mate, um, mate, a five-litre bag next time you go. You'll be all right. Mate, do you know what? I think I might have to buy one of those man dumb, uh, diapers just to make sure. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Uh, but do you know what? The game was okay. The game, I mean, we the, 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 the biggest thing that I took, apart from a few performances, which I'm sure we'll talk about, what I did like is after we went one after we equalised, we did go back on the attack. We were offensive. We did go for it, but there's a few players that really stood out, and there's a couple that really, really did not. Um, yeah. But I saw a win at Tottenham, and we all got to see a win, which is which is fantastic, and a much needed one for Nuno as well. I mean, everyone's in a good mood today, and and you know. Anyone watching this, you know, you're in a good mood, you're a Spurs fan, so just hit a like, you know, it's not that hard, you're in a good mood, just hit a like, while you're there, subscribe as well, all helps the channel, I do appreciate it. Uh, Chris, I'm in a good mood now, we passed the 10 minute mark, fuck shit, bugger. <laughs> oh my god, I spoke all that time and I didn't swear, thank god. 
That's got to be a new record. You were 29 seconds over 10 minutes, bro. <laughs> what, when I first started, started talking? When I first started talking? No, no when, you said, when you said the word arseholes. <laughs> oh, I did swear. Okay. Yeah, I don't even realise. That's, I got, I that's got, not really I told... swearing, though. That, that, that never gets cut out on TV now, but, does it? Yeah, I so all, all I will say, and I think we all suffer with it, I've definitely been diagnosed with Tottenham Tourette's. So you, you can't <laughs> you, 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 you can't help it. So uh, this 10-minute mark thing is, uh, is not the best. But um, you know what it is as well? I actually think, from what I was talking about, I actually think it's five minutes, but people obviously give a five-minute buffer just to be on the safe side. So, so yeah, but there's a little information for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Mac, uh, uh, Brian's mentioned a, a few players who stood out. I'm sure we can all guess. Uh, but one who, who, I'm not sure if it was his debut or not, Romero, uh, what do you make of his performance? I thought he played pretty well, but the, the goal we conceded was his fault for diving in and leaving Dyer out of position with uh, two people to mark. And then obviously Dyer's not picked up the run or, or he's... Got the run on him, but overall, for Romero, thought he played quite well. What, what did you make of him? Uh, I'll be honest, mate. For me, the best performance of a player is the one that you hardly hear about. You know, it's a bit like what they say about a referee. You know, you hardly hear the name. They must have had a good game. Um, Romero, he, he was solid. He, he looked really good. He had that that one rush of blood to the head, where he thought he was going to make it, and and he didn't. Do you know what I mean? And let's be honest, he's he's next to Dyer, and how many times has Dyer done it? So if we if we hang Romero out to dry, then then we're a bunch of hypocrites, you know. It's yeah, it, it was it was one mistake. He had a solid game. He looked good, you know. He looked he looked a bargain as well. Uh, what we paid for him, uh, I'm hoping that's him starting to settle, um, you know. And him alongside Emerson Royal as well. I think mm. they worked quite well together. I liked how how they they seemed to have each other's backs a little bit during that game, um, and and it was great to watch. You know, it was great to see us using our, our new players as well, rather than you know typical Tottenham. Oh yeah, we bought this really good player. Oh, he's, he's amazing. He's fucking min. That's uh, sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> and the um and you know and, and and then we don't use them. They sit on the bench for God knows how long. And it's like, well, you know, every other team can do it. Why can't we? And I think that the Villa game was was a great example for for both of those players. Of, you know, of, of what potential they have and, and, and what they can bring to this Tottenham squad. Yeah. I, I, you mentioned Everson there. I mean, Mark, he, he was superb, I thought. I feel a bit sorry for Tangan because he's played quite well this season. But I think Emerson, with that performance, showed he can defend, showed he can go forward. Romero obviously impressed, along with Dyer, who, who Jens uh, thought was man of the match and obviously a good performance. But... I mean, two questions, really. Do, do, do you think that's our back four going forward? And do you feel a little bit sorry for Sanchez? He's obviously had a, a bad month like pretty much everybody at the club. Uh, but he was pretty superb for a um, large part of uh, the early season. And now he seems to have been dropped. But certainly if um, Romero is going to be the defender going forward. Um. Yeah, uh, do I feel sorry for Sanchez? No, not really. Um, I've always really said it's pretty much of a toss of a coin between. Um, he had. He, he, don't get me wrong. He has been playing. He's played well the first three games, um, and it was a toss up between who you pick between them, uh, uh, Dyer or Sanchez. For me, um, I don't really care. You know, I don't feel sorry for anyone really, mate. If then, you know, I don't care who goes in um, with Emerson. We're so we're bipolar, mate, as Tottenham fans, because 
after the Arsenal game, there was people saying, you know, Tommy Asu and the best player on the pitch and we should have got him. This is what we do. I'm not going to get too carried away after one perform good performance from Emerson. It was a good game. He played very well. I don't know much about him. I don't know much about Tommy Asu. You need to just give them time to settle in. And that's the key to it. I'm not going to jump on anyone's. I'm not going to jump on Romero's back. I'm not going to jump on Emerson's back. Because you've got to see them over a period of time. Huh? Well, I jump on yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, to answer your question, Chris, um, yeah, I think for now, that's got to be our back four. Um, yeah. Until Dyer makes a mistake, and then Sanchez will come in, and then Sanchez will make a mistake, and then I'm jumping on their back. They've been doing <laughs> well, I'm jumping on the new players' backs. <laughs> Yeah, you're not going to get carried away. I've been waiting four weeks for a win, so I'm on the verge of getting carried away. So just to warn everyone. I can understand that. <laughs> uh, but Wayne has pretty much agreed with me. I've started Romero every game. So I think by that, he means that that's the back four going forward. Tanganga will get uh, Conference League Cup games, hopefully a few league games as well. I'd like to see Romero and Bodon partner up at some point. Uh, uh, Jens, do you, do you think that is the back four? Oh, I'm talking about the back two mainly. Do you think that's our... Because Nuno seems to be very reluctant to go back to his roots and back three. So do you think Vodon gets a look in or do you think he's, uh, like Wayne says, in Tanganga's boat and gets a uh, conference league and cup games and it's Romero and Dyer going forward? Yeah, I reckon it'll be Romero and Dyer. Um, I, yeah, I don't really understand... Um, why Roden was frozen out at the end of last season. Um, well, I didn't understand. And then someone told me that apparently he'd had a Barney with um, with the coaches saying, why are you picking Dyer and Sanchez every game and they're making a mistake every game? And, you know, I'm here and why don't you give me a chance? You mean he did um, a Danny Rose? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it sounds very similar. Yeah. Well, he was honest and open about someone that was, that was right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, if that's the truth, delighted because if someone's actually willing to yeah, exactly. to shout and di display their displeasure. Yeah. But I, I would have assumed that there would be a, a clean slate when Nuno came in. So mm. um, maybe he just doesn't fancy him. I don't know. May I, I think there's definitely a player in there. But. May maybe this goes back to a point that we made at, um, that I made at the weekend that maybe there's still a bit too much interference from behind the scenes as regards what the t yeah. what team goes out. Yeah. Yeah, I like this right. dude. I like this dude. He's, he's thinking from my. He's saying the stuff that I don't need to say. I like this. I like this. Yeah, mate, I, I said it. I was me and me and Mark said it when we when we did our we did our bit after the game. You know, uh, you know. Bottom line is, I do. You, you 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 look at you look at how certain people, even even being as crap as they are, Delhi Ali, first six yeah. games. Why was he playing? You know. Yep. I really like him. I really like him. When Ali and somebody put a tweet up, said I can pinpoint the minute when Deli Ali went shit, and that was when Fortnite came out. And to be fair, it's, it was about the same time. But, you know, Deli Ali's had six games. Do you know what? He scored a couple of goals. Both penalties. Yeah, and he hasn't shown anything like, like what he was. He's He's not... He's, he's losing the ball too too easily. He's not creating anything near like he used to be. And we've got we've got this young Brian Gill who, who, who who's a flying McCartney with that haircut, you know, down down the left side, you know, absolutely, you know. And there's a lot of potential there that I've, I've really liked in him. And I'm thinking, 
if we're missing so much creativity and Deli Ali is being shit as per, you know, yeah. associate with him now, then why aren't we playing Gil? You know, Hoiberg and Skip for me, I think, are an integral part of the centre. Center, okay. Yeah. We they they they've both got to play together. All right. For Spurs mm. to to have that bite that we need in the midfield. All right. You've got Gil who can run it down the left. You've got Son who can play either flank. Harry Kane when he decides to turn up. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about him later. We'll talk about him. Oh, yeah. You know, but you know, but drop Kane, bring in Lucas, put Son in the middle. Do you know what I mean? But either way, I just think, you know, there's got to be something that we're not aware of, something happening behind the scenes where, where they're saying, well, we we need to play him. We need to at least get him some form. Whether that's because they want to hit him to regain some form so they can add 10 million onto his price tag in January, I don't know. But there's just something isn't right when you look at some of the team selections. Well, the thing is as well, Gareth, if I just say this about Delaney, then I'll talk about the defence, Chris, if that's okay, because oh, quite hey, a bit of about the defence. Uh, the thing that, I mean, I've been Deli Ali out for a while and I say it on multiple streams, I'd love to grab him by one of his blue dreadlocks, swing him around and wherever he lands, they keep him. Um, but then, 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 then you look, what really annoyed me as well was on Thursday, he was captain because it was his 50th game in Europe and against Mura, you'd be like, right, Deli Ali, this is you to control this game. You've got a chance now to really show it and, and he was terrible. Apart from his penalty, and even for the penalty, he tries to do a fancy flick over the keeper rather than just... So all he does is he runs around and claims well, it must be the six pack, and then he does. I, I can run around. Christian Eriksen was getting the most uh, mileage or distance done, but he was doing nothing in the last few months. But but with the defence, Romero was outstanding. People were talking about that slip, and yeah, he may have been at fault for the goal. But what you got to remember, it's the first time that, and I was trying to talk about this with Danny Kiriakou as well. I think it's the first time since probably Walker and Rose. That both fullbacks have had a good game. Yeah. yeah. And Dyer also looked very composed alongside him. Mm -hmm. So I think he had a bigger impact than just that one mistake. He seemed to have settled the defence, which is what we needed. And he made a couple of challenges where he just literally just bullied the guy yeah. off the ball. And well, it's well, really. The first really... goal came from him, didn't it? It was his um, reading of the game and cut out. And then we obviously won the second ball when that went out. Exactly. Yeah. But like my new best man, my best mate, who's down here on the bottom with me, because yes. he, he cut himself off so he could come at the bottom with me. He, if, if we were to pick apart, if, 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 if we if we were to pick apart the dire slip or, or anything in other games, when we got you got to remember they're footballers, and you got to remember as well, as good as he is, he's come from the Italian league to our league, where the speed of our league and Aston Villa played with a lot of like Ollie Watkins. That he's going to make a mistake. It was his first full game. Um, I think he went. He came on against Chelsea, or I can't remember. No, he started against Chelsea, so he's going to have a mistake. Was he? But you know what? What he did, and it's no. I mean, Regulon has been diabolical apart from the first game of the season. He was on it yesterday. Royale was a little bit mm. nervous to start, but you know what? His energy, his movement, and there were a few times even Romero was getting. There's so much lack of movement in the first half. Romero had the ball, and you could see them even when we were off the ball, so the cameras would have been elsewhere. He's calling players in, calling So he had a huge impact. And if he plays a game like that and keeps it, I mean, I was very impressed. Jens said die, he had a great game. And he had like a, and I, I you've got to remember, Romero, I don't even think speaks English right now. So he's controlled that back line, probably just speaking Spanish, and he can speak Portuguese to Dyer. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing, and he can speak Portuguese to, uh, uh, Royale, 
Right. And I, I don't know if you know Spanish, but they, they, they could, you, the communication of football is, but I think people have talked about that slip. And yeah, he's going to be at fault for a goal. But I reckon if he hadn't been there, there may have been a few more goals. And I honestly, I, I, I can't remember, I don't know if anyone else on the panel can, where both fullbacks actually had a good game, both defensively and attackingly, mm. since Walker and Rose. I really can't. I th- what, what I loved about Royale, there was a bit in the first half where uh, someone got through on his side, but he, he tracked back and, and made sure he got the ball out. What I particularly liked is Lovie. It was Lovis's ball. But how many times last season did we see Lovis waiting for the defender, defender waiting for Lovis? Yeah. He didn't get the call, kick it out for a corner. And I, I, I like that. Uh, I'll take charge then if no one else. Yeah, that I, I, Royal tracked back, didn't he? And he, he, was, he did. He, he, yeah, I, ca- I can't remember who it was against, but it was the... It was the I'll take charge, whereas last year it was, too, it was so often you take charge. Well, I don't yeah. want to take you take charge. And it was Chris, nice what were that Sorry, go on. I was going to say, it was go nice to tackle in a box by our right back that didn't make me think, oh shit, a penalty's coming. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? The other thing with it, Chris, and you touched it when you said unlucky, is it unlucky to Tanganga? Let's face it, against the Man City, he was absolutely immense. Mm. But the last couple of games, he has not been great. And the thing is, if you're not great, you get dropped. And then it's your position to get back. And then... That's not true. You, Look at Ali. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, that, that I think is, like you said, from a higher power. Um, God playing to increase his value when, in fact, it's decreasing it um, because he's absolutely <laughs> shocking. Um, but Taganga's going to have to work his way back. And I still, to this day, say he's a centre-back. He is mm. a centre-back to me. And... Do you know what? If you look at it right now, from that performance from the wing-backs, if you were to go, let's say, let's just say in a game we wanted to attack, so we didn't necessarily need two defensive midfielders, but like Skip and Hoiberg together, they they are a great unit together. They look um, Mm. brilliant. But then with a game we can attack, Tanganga could go on the right of uh, Romero and and Diagon. And then you've got the back, and we all know Regulon going forward can be amazing. So I still think that Tanganga is a centre-half with the option of right-back if we need to give Royale a rest. Because that performance yesterday, especially watching it live again and seeing his movement mm. and everything, he, he was he was great. Yeah, Tanganga I mean, weren't fancied, was he? Like He was on the verge of going to Galatasaray. Yeah. Um, and he obviously had that good game against um, City. Um, and that, that sort of, like you just That's said, that you in the position, didn't it? That give him the position, yeah. And we were really strongly linked with Tammy Asso at the time. Um, and our plan sort of changed, I think, from that moment because he looked at him and thought, well, actually, he can do the job. Uh, maybe as backup. But yeah, I, I probably agree with Brian. I, I see him more. He, he will be a centre-back in the, in, the longer, in the longer future, I think. I so Matt, do you know what you were saying about Tommy Asso and our fans are fickle? Well, apparently he was shocking against Brighton. So he had a good couple of games to begin he, with against he, uh, he us, Burnley. Yeah. So do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I, I really wanted Tommy Asu because what I've seen, look, and then obviously he had the first two games and one of them just so happened to be against us. But apparently against Brighton, he was yeah. absolutely... Like and said, then, I mean, and that's it. He, he probably will be a good player for me. The same as with like... It's like Romero. I I did see him yesterday. Um, he'd done a slip in their, in their half as well, waiting for a slide tackle, and then had to run all the way back. But he was yep. doing that a lot in Italy as well. So that's what I'm saying. I think we just need to be patient. He's going exactly. to make mistakes. Yes, not jump on his back when he does do it, because he does like to get forward as well. He's used to playing the back three. 
Um, it's just important just to try and remain grounded, isn't it? Not to, as I say, we're all bipolar. We all do it. I do it as well. Yep. Like we, you know, it's just one of them things. But we will make that. mistakes. He will make mistakes. So we just got to get behind him. He's a South American. Take some time to settle. You know, it's uh, it it like a bigger picture. He commanded that back four. He but commanded it. Brian, and... with, you, with you saying about Roden coming in, for me, I, I, I could see a, because of the ages, you know, and, and how they both are, I could see a, a really solid back back two out of, out of um, Romero and Tandanga. You know, yeah. I, I, I'll be honest. I, I like what I've seen of Roden. But I like a lot more what I've seen with the other two. Um, yeah. And I, I, I think that those two could, could yeah, possibly, given the time as well, to forge a, a, a decent partnership. I mean, Wayne has said here, uh, Emerson will be quality if he stays on his feet, spends less time on the ground. I didn't notice him spending too much time diving in. Um, but No, I mean, what, what, he had a, he had a, quick, he had a couple of times. I don't know if Wayne Bonner means it the way that he went to ground like a one bissaka yeah. But what did happen, he had a couple of crunching tackles on him. And we did have, I wouldn't go as far as a Neymar kind of roll, 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 roll. But a couple of, right. one of them was a nasty challenge and it looked like it didn't look good to start off with. But I think he, I, I don't know which concept Wayne meant, maybe you can put in the comments, whether it was going to ground like a one bissaka for sliding tackles or, or the other way. But you know what, to see a guy, if it's for sliding tackles... You look at someone like a Wambaseka, who is amazing mm. with his time. And, and do you know what? That's the old-fashioned football, and people are scared to do it now because of penalties. But if you don't do it, there could be a goal in it. So to see yeah. someone that's winning, and his timing looked good on his sliding tackle. So, so if it was the other concept of meaning he goes to ground too easy and roll, whatever, that part, yeah. But I think that comes with the foreign players, wherever they've come from, and they'll soon learn in here, like, you don't do that. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I was uh, quite impressed with the defence. I think <laughs> we all were, to be honest. And it was just nice not to concede three goals in a game for once. Um, but Mark, Undumbele came in for Ali. Uh, uh, La Celso kind of came in for him in, in uh, what was the game before? The European game? European yeah. game. Uh, for me, Ali's now third in that pecking order. I have no it's idea who's third. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea for me who's first or second, Undumbele or La Celso. Undumbele obviously did that brilliant bit in the second half where he's got out of mm. an impossible corner and got a shot off that Martinez has saved. But for me, I, I still don't think um, he's he's disciplined enough. Uh, just quickly, uh, Wayne said, ending on the ground, holding his ankle all the time. Is what okay, so that one, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Undumbele... He's obviously got all the talent and the skill of, of someone like a Gaza, but he hasn't got the discipline. And people forget about Ericsson in his prime. He 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 was regularly running ten kilometers a game and tracking back and everything. So he, he had the attacking flair and the attacking uh, impetus, but with the discipline of tracking back and helping the team. Whereas La Celso just has an amazing game and then has about five where he just doesn't turn up. Then has an amazing game, another six where he doesn't turn up, but. You mean, you mean the games where he goes on international duty and then comes back and he's shit for us? <laughs> well, Murva, he was really good, wasn't he? But obviously that's Murva. But I mean, Mark, who's number 10 for you? We've got three there if you include Ali as well. But for me, he's right down the pecking order now. So it's between Ndombele and uh, the Celso. Mm -hmm. But for you, who, who, who plays against Newcastle in that position if everybody's fit for after international break? Um, 
not to get technical, but is Lacelso allowed to play? I don't. I know that they can come back and self isolate in um, Hotspur way now. I don't know. I don't know whether he can play. I'm, I'm sure I saw something that the Premier League have given the players uh, allowance to go, but whether that's I don't know. But no, I'm, yeah, I don't know. Um, again, like I said, with what I always say about Sanchez and Dart, it's a toss of a coin, isn't it? With with it wouldn't be Ali, that's for sure. It would be a toss of a coin between Lacelso and um, Endombele. I prefer Endombele to Lacelso. I just like the way he plays. We've said, Chris, how long have we been saying that he has got everything to be the best midfielder in the world? Um, and I remember you asked me a question, God, probably a year ago. Where would yeah, you, you know, where would you play? Would you play him further up or would you play him inside? And I said, I prefer him further up because if he gives the ball away, which he will keep doing because that's his, he tries risky things. That's his, the style of footballer he is. If he gives it away in the final third, it ain't going to be as damaging as if he's back defending. And I know, Brian, you've been saying the same recently as well, that we want him up the pitch. We want him in a free role, Van der Vaart type, you know, where he doesn't have to do all the tracking back. Does, does, Nuno, does Nuno have a free role, do you think? Or do you think every no, role has to have no, offensive uh, no. responsibility? No, he, he, yeah, he, he does. And that, I just disagree with that concept of it, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I, for me, I don't see the point in Endombele getting back because he will just give the ball away again because he does that's how he plays he's like he's like a futsal player rather than a footballer to be honest with you he'll just have moments of magic you see you see you see it chris where he got as you said twisted them two players completely spun them that's what he does and if you play him consistently i think he'll do more and more and more of that he just needs yeah. he needs that role if you give him that freedom i think he could be an excellent player for us but i don't know whether we're ever going to see that no, I, I, yeah. I don't think Nuno would allow a player to just have a free role and shirk defensive responsibilities. Even Kane kind of tracks back, but uh, there's no uh, point playing him then. If yeah. you want, if you don't want that, the Celso is a more of a workhorse, isn't he? He's got mm. a bit of as well, but he will do that defensive work as well. He's got a bit of shit houseery about him as well. A bit of the lamellas, uh, where he'll put his foot in. Um, so if that's if that's if you don't want to give um, Endombele that free role, then to be honest with you. You got to play the Celso. That's yeah. my. Opinion. Yeah. What What would you do, Jens? I think the, the formation that we've seen there, four at the back, maybe four three three, but certainly a kind of number ten there. I think is the way that Nuno's going to go. Who, who would you stick in there? I I I'd go with Mora. I think Mora was mm. absolutely brilliant at number ten last season. Um, and on Bailey, yeah, I love to see him play when he. Uh, <laughs> When he does, uh, you Am know. I getting the elbow here? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really, I love to see him play, you know, that kind of player. As always, we've we've always had someone like that in, in our top of the teams. Um, but, yeah, as Mark said, where do you play it? That's the problem. I mean, he's, you're never going to get a full... I Because I, I would say... If you have someone in the first team, you need them to give at least sixty-five minutes of decent play. You can you can uh, let them off for twenty-five. Um, but Undon Bailey, it seems we get what half an hour, and then a lot of the time it yeah it just it it, it doesn't happen for him. Well, Celso, I've always I was really excited when we signed him, um, but yeah, he has one good game in six or seven. Mm -hmm. um, uh, any but anybody but Ali. 
let's just say that <laughs> what would you do brian obviously you, you you've been like mark said you want undombele in a free role i just don't see uh nuno allowing that and having someone to have a free role and not really any defensive responsibilities i think whoever plays in the team has to have defensive responsibilities which like you say and like mark says is not even close to undombele's strength and like yen oh. says Lacelso has a good game every five, and Ali has a good game every three years. But who would you have so, in that so last, last week I said I want uh, Dumbele in a free role, and I did play a cam on two players, and this is one of them. And now I want Dumbele on a free role on the M25 anywhere from Tottenham. <laughs> Because <laughs> yesterday you, you, you want him out of the team. Out I of, want him out of the club. club. I want him really? gone. I've got a new nickname for him. Um, his energy bursts are so short. It's like when you're playing FIFA and you push triangle for extra pace. You push it. <laughs> he bursts for three seconds. The bottom trigger, mate. That's where you're going wrong. He yesterday. <laughs> yesterday he was absolutely apart from that little turn that you mentioned about, mm. which we know he can do, which we know he can do. His body language, now, a lot of the things that I, I, I was studying yesterday was obviously you see their body language and their, their commitment to running back or getting back into position. And and he is just the most laziest. I mean, I thought Benjamin Stambouli, who I also call FIFA, was bad. <laughs> this guy, you know what you you know what he's capable of, but it's so frustrating. Like his passes was way off like, uh, during the game yesterday. He just wasn't there like in giving it his foot he was shocking like absolutely it weren't just me saying it loads of people saying it and i what i said what i would prefer to see for in future if he was to play i'd like to see lacelso start and get a run and then bring on dumbele on when teams are knackered and he's fully fit because then they're at the same level um because literally then then it, but the thing is with with people that are tiring then dumbele can come in and do what he does for like 30. I'd rather see him end and get 35, 45 minutes from him there where he can really impact it rather than 45 minutes. And then we have, we're, we're forced every single game to make a sub and it's always him. Every single game before you go into a game, right? Let's see how this is going. Then after about 16, he lasted 70. So uh, miracles do happen. Um, but it means that <laughs> you, you know, at a certain point you have to make a sub. And with our lack, lack in depth, it's very, very hard to make that decision. Now, you agree with that? From, from, uh, do you agree? Max obviously getting bored just tweeting in because he hasn't spoken for five minutes. But, <laughs> and Don Lazy, do you agree with that name? Com com completely. He was literally. We, and the, the frustrating thing is, and, and I don't know what Tottenham Hotspur Blooming YouTube channel, I don't know what the uh, people that upload stuff are doing because two things they did. One of them is the other player cam. Tuesday night when the Champions League started, they released the top 10 of Harry Kane's European goals. And I'm like, well done. Put that on on the Champions League day when we're about to play in the Euro Conference League. Um, and then on Saturday, they said, Undumbele's dazzling skills in training. And I'm like, well, <laughs> yes, but in training, no one goes in on him hard. He ain't got a trap back. It's like, why are you putting these things out? Um, the, the thing is, though, right, if we're, say, if we're suggesting that the people above are saying play Ali, then they're going to be saying play on them belly because he's worth more. We've paid more for him and he's on higher wages. 
Yeah, like, you, you, how would we you get rid of him? How can we get well, rid of this guy? The thing is, Matt, and what you got to look at this now, and we're, I was saying this in the summer, when we bought him in the French League, he looked like when you saw the YouTube or with the scouts, was, in the French League, he looks like the greatest thing you've ever seen. And we know that he can do it. But right now, we bought him, and obviously it was a big deal. It was our record transfer because we hadn't spent for 18, blah, blah, blah. But now, you're going to try, let's say we're trying to sell him. And like, you're trying to sell him. It's like, yeah, he's really good on the ball, but um, he gets upset if his friends are leaving. Yep. He can't last 60 minutes. He's lazy. He, yep. gets, yep. he gets moody and whatever. Do you want to take him? Exactly. Be like, uh, we dug ourselves into a hole, sir. But yeah, he's on two hundred. He's on two hundred grand a week. Oh yeah, let's add that. Oh yeah, he's on two hundred. Because then any club that comes in for him, if there's anything more, he'll just say, he'll just say, do you know what I think we should do? And I think it's because in training we should allow him. You know, people are allowed to wear gloves. He should be able to wear that hat he wears in training every single game. Because then I'm sure he'll do well. But um, I, when people talk about the Celso, you got to remember the very first season when COVID broke, so not last season, season before, when Kane and Son were both injured, if it weren't for the Celso, we would have been in a hell of a lot of trouble. He was simply awesome. All right, he didn't have the the, the goals or the assists, but his movement and getting the, uh, the ball up the field and everything was incredible. And I've, I've nicknamed him Giola Anderton because he's always bloody injured. Um, and, and literally, we, we've got to the point... He's played now under, uh, I think he came on loan under Potch, uh, obviously. He's had Jose, he's had uh, Mason. Mason. Now he's got Nuno. And it's like, we can't find that right position. And again, I don't think a 4-3-3 suit. We've got so many players that don't suit a 4-3-3, yet we play a 4-3-3. Um, and I'd like to see Lacelso actually get a good run. I was, I was annoyed that he didn't start because, all right, he had a great game and it was against Mura of... Because they're, but if you have a good game, keep him and, mm -hmm. and build it up. And then if he's had a bad game, you got him on the bench to do what I said. So, but don't, I don't, that, feed really, into, don't that feed into the narrative, Brian, that we are playing these players because we need to get rid of them? They're in the shop window. Yeah, I mean, well, then we're going back to a, uh, we're going back into a narrative that I, I love going into. You know, I mean, I, I, I can see these. I can see the direction. I can see these three moves ahead. I can see it happening. Um, but, but yeah, um, I want to see the Celso because Undembele, like I said, not only was his, uh, his on-the-ball stuff, I mean, it, it, his passing was way, way off. He's getting back into position. Like we were saying, like you said uh, about just before, all I want him to do is get back into shape. We know he's not going to tackle, but just do it. But thankfully, unlike the Arsenal game, we had Skip and Hoybier. So that kind of covered that part, but we were the, the when I was sitting in the south stand, we wanted the Celso on a lot quicker the than when he came on for Dembele. When you got Stephen and and Hoiberg in the middle, mate. At the moment, we Tottenham can't afford to carry anybody, and we're yeah, carrying, exactly. When Dembele plays, we're carrying him and we're carrying Kane, right? Yeah, we want, it, it for me. It's ridiculous. We can't be. We can't afford to carry either. You know, just because, you know, because I, I said this to, to Mark when we did our thing. Uh, you know, Undumbele showed moments. Like he does most games, he shows moments. And then he gets, you know, he, he, he falls over like a falling bloody tree. Or, you know, he just, he, he's, he's so frustrating because you know what he's got. You can see it with, with yep. what he does. And he's, he, he frustrates me more than he does anything else. But... We, we, and this is another reason I put Gio in. Gio 
you know, he, he might need a few games to, to really get into his groove. But he's he he, he he still gives more when he's on the pitch, you know, than what I believe Undumbele does. And with Kane, you know, trying to bring his price tag down by not scoring in the Premier League and, and kind of chucking a bit of disinterest. Wait till I get to talk about Kane, mate. Wait till I get yeah, to talk I, about I, Kane. I don't like the either, so don't worry about it. On the pitch, don't get me wrong. He wears a shirt, I'll support him. I'll fit. Fuck off. Anyway, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it is. We, we can't afford to carry these people at the end of the day, um, you know, and if you don't want to play for it, I've, I've had enough. You know, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm fed up of seeing these, you know, overpriced prima donnas, you know, thinking that they're, they're above the people who stand in the crowd and pay their wages, you know, because they kick a football about. You know, and and it gets to a stage where you just sit there and go, why, why the fuck should I even bother anymore? Because it it just, it just gets frustrating, and you know, and, and little antics like where they, you know, throw their toys out the pram because they haven't got the, the move that they want, and you know, the extra two hundred thousand pound a week they they thought they were going to get at a different club or whatever else, you know, just, just bugger off. You know, let get get people who want to play for the shirt. Get you know, get everybody going to fight and. You know, I think if we'd have played anybody else other than Villa yesterday, you know, and Villa being, uh, yeah, yesterday, and Villa being a hot and cold team, a bit like Tottenham are, it, it could have easily have been a, another miserable end to the weekend. A couple of comments from Wayne here, pretty much echoing what's been said. Uh, Kane wants to keep dropping, give Tangay a free roll, he'll bring the wide players into the game and open up the defence. Uh, and then also... Celso is a quality player, good consistent run, and he'll prove his worth. And unlike Tangi, Celso works for the team. I, I agree with you, Mac. I think. Can I just say to Wayne, I I don't have visibility of those comments, so I wasn't nicking your thunder. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, though, Mac. I think Celso is one of those players who needs a run in the team. I don't think he's one of those players who um, can just turn it on when he gets like bits and pieces of games. Here and there, I think he needs a run in the team. But I'm definitely playing for for his new as long as he comes back from the international break. Okay, I'm definitely playing for that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, been mentioned there slightly by Wayne. We have to come on to Harry. We have to talk about him. Uh, obviously, Brian Brian said wait till he talks about him. So I'm going to say my piece, which is uh, defending him a little bit, and then I'm going to come to Mark and Jens, and then hopefully by then <laughs> Brian would have calmed down and won't bite my head off. I, 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 I don't. He knows you're going to defend him. <laughs> well, he's gone to the bathroom. He's psyching himself up. I think just to talk about Kane. But um, hold on, hold on. He should have just sat and pissed himself. No one would have. <laughs> but I, I, obviously, the Kane stuff in the in the summer, you know, it, it's really uh, dented his uh, reputation and his legacy. Kind of at the moment, but I think that the thought of Kane not wanting to play for Spurs and that his heart's not in it and everything. I think against Arsenal, that third goal, he obviously fell over. I think if his heart's not in it, he doesn't make that seventy-yard run, seventy-yard uh, run back, and um, try and um, you know, <laughs> he doesn't make that seventy-yard run back and try and stop the goal. If his heart's not in it, he just falls over, jogs back. But, uh, yeah, and hopefully Kane will look like a football player again at some point this season, Wayne says. But I think I think he just needs a goal. If he gets a goal in the Premier League, he'll end up 
firing on all cylinders again, and then we'll have the cane back that we, we people know and expect. But uh, Mark, what do you think of Kane uh, this season and, and yesterday? And do you think he'll come good at the end of the season and get his uh, traditional 10, 50, 15, 20 goals a season? Yeah, I think he'll get 15 to 20 goals this season. Um, I do think it's just a matter of time. Um, I've had these discussions with both um, Mac and Brian, to be honest with you, um, already on other streams. I do think he just needs that goal. And he is a traditional slow starter. Um, but what it is, we're all pissed off of him still. So we're not giving him any... We're not giving him any fucking leeway. And I understand the reasons why. I do get the reasons why. I agree with you, Chris. I don't think it's because he's not trying. I just don't think it's coming off for him at the minute. And I do think, um, and I've, I've asked this question to Brian before as well, that if you would have been hounded the way that some of our fans, and again, I understand why the reasons why he was hounded in the summer as well. But like some of the abuse that his brother um, was mm. discussing, um, and if someone was abusing my family like that, and then I'm thinking, then people are still in the fucking stands, um, I'd be pissed off. And I'm not saying subconsciously that must be playing on his mind. I do think it's going to take a while for him to, and us, to forget what's happened in the bloody summer. Um, I, do think, I do think once he gets going, then... And I know that's controversial view, right? And I know some of you ain't going to agree. I don't give a fuck. Don't let me come off this. It's an emotional thing. Oh, sorry. Wrong, wrong. Um. But, <laughs> but you, if, you, if you be honest with yourself, if people are abusing you and your family, yeah, and it got some of the stuff was disgusting, that is going to play on your mind. They're, you know, they're humans at the end of the day. So I do think he is trying. He isn't, hasn't been playing well, and he's really out of form. Where, we, where we've been stitched up, really, is we ain't got a fucking backup. As the problem is, though, he got stitched up by his brother, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I make no excuses, Mac. No, no, you know no, that. No, I make no it's, excuses. I've I, I said brother, I won't see his, his name. He's a disgrace. His brother is to blame, right? At the end of the day, Charlie, Charlie Kane, right, fucking sitting there in his, in his office with his motorbike and his suit when all he's got his one client, fucking knobhead, right? Anyway... He's, right, he's sat there, he's created this issue, right? He knows how he wants to go. Harry thinks he's going to go, okay? Charlie Kane hasn't been able to do it because he doesn't know his arse from his fucking elbow, okay? Matt, this is old news, mate. It's old we news, know, we, we know, know all this. We know it's old news, but also at the same time, I, this is where I think that the, the view is different. You think a couple of, you know, get a couple of goals and he'll, he'll be back to his best. Until he puts his arse back into wearing that shirt, I don't, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna be anywhere. He might. He might get the goals, but I don't think he's gonna be half look half as committed as, as what he has done in previous seasons. Because I genuinely don't believe his heart's at Tottenham anymore. And Maybe a, not. I, and a point that I will reiterate when I had <clears throat> when I was interviewed um, with, by Michael Bridge um, before the the Euro game was Kane has always stated. I will stay at Tottenham as long as the club match my ambition. He has been at the club long enough to know Levy is a tight-fisted bull cunt, right? And I love him. I right? love him. And no, but right. And there is not a hope. In he dropped the sea bomb, Chris. There is. I know. One more chance. One more chance. We're fifty-one minutes in. Bollocks, right? It's, right. We. He knows the ambition of that club is. 
let's get there or thereabouts. Let's make sure enough money comes into the coffers. Let's just get by by buying what we can. If we can bargain basement it and fuck it up, we will. Right? He, he, Kane knows that's the Tottenham model under Levy. So why is he sitting there going, as long as you match my ambition, as long as you match my ambition? If he knows Tottenham as well as he thinks he does, and as well as we know, then that guy would have left when he got his, his um, when he when he got his loan to Millwall would have made it permanent. But hold on then, hold on then. Okay. I've, I've, I've said this to Brian as well. A lot of us are new to the to the levy out stuff, and so are you, right? Yeah. So we thought that we were on the right track as well. So we can't suddenly like hindsight's twenty twenty, mate. You can't start saying that when he signed the contract, we were doing okay. Um, so, but we had a manager who got the best out of us, and we were punching the but The problem. Oh, is, I know that. But, but but the point. This is the thing. It's not a hindsight thing, and I know we. And I'm, I'm me and you. You know, I've I've defended Levy and, and and stuff, and I won't I won't deny that fact. You know, the way the club has been run, I think is is has been very well done. You know, to keep us in the position that we're in to be able to do some of the things that we have done, and you've got to give Levy credit for that. But the problem you've got is, is all of a sudden you wake up and you see the wood for the trees. And all of, you know, you spend 30 plus years supporting a club, you know, being blind to the fact, being a forever optimist that you know from as long as you've known me that I always was. To all of a sudden wake up one day and go, actually, do you know what? This prick, it actually is probably the cancer that is destroying this club from the inside, right? Because he does what he does, because he won't pay the extra five million to secure the services of somebody who could make the difference between us being back in the top four regular and you know and possibly having you know an FA Cup or, or whatever come back to come back to Tottenham. And that goes for managers as well as players. You know So if you was employed by that person and he yeah. shafted you in the summer. Yeah. Would you have that on your mind when you step out there? You don't know. You don't you know what, I, I started a new job three weeks ago. Do you know why? Because my gaffer shafted me. I gave him three weeks. I found a new job and I fucked off. Right? You tried to I, do that. I think, yeah. But, the, if I, but when I stayed there, I wasn't happy. The difference between me and a professional footballer is he can't do anything until the transfer window. I could. Right? So, you know, but, the, but my point is, it doesn't matter whether he was promised to, to be allowed to leave or not. It doesn't matter whether we had a gentleman's agreement where they tickled each other's bum holes in, you know, in the changing rooms after the game, after a couple of minutes. I really don't care, right? The bottom line is, okay, the guy doesn't want to be there. If he doesn't want to be there, then you you just then keep yourself away from it, all right? Say, talk, talk to the guy. I don't want to be here. My aunt's not in it. I can't give you everything I need to give you. So sadly, I, I think it's best I, I go train with the under 23. Okay, when I was when I was having my issues with my boss, I went out and did my job safely. I did what I had to do. I still did my job safely, but I, I didn't have the same passion. I didn't have the same. Are you blowing him out, Chris? Huh? No, it must be his internet cutting out. You, you're breaking up a little bit. I'm breaking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm getting my. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, I see it. Yeah, the boys go, please shut up, boys. Stick to my. Oh, love me. Um, yeah, no, it's. It, and, and it is, but you, you've got to wake up when if, if you see that wood for the trees, mate. You, you can't sit there and then start denying the fact that you know, or, or put those rose tinted glasses back on. And I think that that, I, and I don't think for the ambition that Kane portrays himself to have, that he has looked at Tottenham for the last ten years through rose tinted glasses, and all of a sudden he's twenty eight and thinks, "Oh, bugger, I've got to do something, you know, to win a trophy or get myself four hundred thousand pound a week." 
he's, he's known what Tottenham's been like for the whole time he's been there. So I, I, I kind of feel like it's it's a bit bollocks in, in that respect. You know, don't sit there and, and say match my ambition when you know exactly what Levy's like. And the only saving grace Levy's had in the last ten years is Pochettino could make you know galvanising a team that, that has punched well above its weight for, for the whole time he was with them up until the last half season from prior, just prior to the Champions League final for him leaving. Yeah, I, I do agree with Mark that when he signed that deal, oh, we, yeah. we were looking on the it's up. Like old times, but but. Things, Mark. <laughs> it's my podcast, I can do what I want. Um, <laughs> but the issue Kane had is, I mean, it's his brother as well. Why you let someone of that value, that valuable sign a six-year deal with no release clause is ridiculous. I, I think Kane's anger is threefold. I think it's at himself and his brother for uh, uh, signing that deal. Tottenham and Levy, for obvious reasons, and Man City, which have got more money than most countries, not not putting that money in. Uh, in, in his first... Wasn't the deal signed with his old agent? Don't don't forget though, he's got to be angry at his mum as well because his mum probably told him, "Make sure you give your Charlie a good job. Make sure you look after him." (laughs) (laughs) I mean, India Spurs said, "Let's not forget forget Kane is playing under a new manager. It'll take a while." I I have to say, I disagree with that. I think a player of that ability can play in any. You, you look yeah. at what he's done under the yeah. He did it under yeah, Brian. But, he did it under Brian. Yeah, but uh, Jens, I'll come to you quickly just before I go to Brian. It looks like he's seething at the moment. Um, yeah, I'll come to you soon, Brian. I promise. Yeah, yeah, listen, I'm just hoping people can make Jens laugh because he's got the best laugh on WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hey, uh, there it is. See, he's there you go. Brian, you're not seeing him suffering. Oh mate, I'm normally on a very late stream with him, and he he, he laughs a hell of a lot more. Um, I, I can see that he's taken one. He's moved some furniture near his stream, so he looked like he was having his passport photo taken every stream. Um, so yeah, he, he's done that. He's lifted the seat up a little bit higher because he's normally about a, a few meters down. But yeah, go on, yeah, off you go, and then I'll then I'll uh, then I'll give my cane verdict. Yeah, what, what do you think, Jens, of Kane? And do you think he just needs that goal and then he'll kick into gear? Or do you think, like Max says, his heart's not in it? It doesn't matter how many goals he scores. He's just not going to be the Kane that we have known for six years. Yeah, I don't think his heart's in it this season. Um, yes, Dan. I, he just, I know he's, he started slow before, but that was usually the August hoodoo, wasn't it? And mm. Yeah, now we're in October and he still doesn't look anywhere near um his old self um i'm really i'm really not happy with the way that he drops so deep these days as well it just seems he's getting in the way of the midfield um where, and we is need it, someone is that not the fault of the other players last year he was doing that and son or more or both were, were, were going beyond him kane dropping deep is absolutely fine if you've got someone who uh, another position takes kane's space which wasn't happening. I personally think if we keep playing like we did against Villa, the goals will come because we're yeah. attacking against the other teams. The last three, we were just we didn't even lay a glove on three opponents, and Kane didn't have a sniff of a touch, a touch, let alone a chance. But but the thing is, I mean, with him dropping deep, I mean, he's he's the best finisher at the club, if not mm-hmm. in the country, if not in the world. Um, we need him in and around the box. Um, we should have someone who does that dropping deep. <laughs> Uh, for him and yeah. he is I'm not saying he's goal hang but he 
you know, he's uh, he's in and around the box and knocking those goals in. So, um, I think I think it was a massive shame over the summer with his brother. With yeah, I don't know if how much of it was uh, Harry uh, egging his brother on, saying, "Come on, we 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 can do this." Uh, you know, neither of them seem to be the sharpest tools in the box. Uh, and when you're going up against a um, when you're going up against a mastermind like Daniel Levy, yeah. Why did you say that? <laughs> mastermind and parasite—they don't. No, 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 no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, as in as in as in his negotiating style and the way that he does business. You know, that's uh, um. You, 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 it's like two people going down to pub and, and picking two of your drinking mates and saying, "Oh, come on, we'll uh, we'll go and uh, take on uh, the the chairman of ICI if that still exists." Um, it's just I don't think they they really knew what they were getting into, um, and um, yeah, it all went to shit for them, didn't it? So yeah, I mean. Uh... But anyway, hey, I need to go and get my hard hat now because I think Brian's going to start chucking things. Just, just laugh at something he says, he'll forgive you. Um, yeah, <laughs> me, 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 Mark, me, Mark, me, Mark, Mac, Mark, Mac, Jens, say, Brian, floor is yours. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, no, you know I'm what? just going to mute my mic so I don't interrupt you, mate. Hold on. Do, 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 do you know what it is? It's, as I've said on streams all last week, if you play him in a one, or we play Harry Kane in a one, you have the best striker in the world. He does not suit a 4-3-3. He does not. It doesn't matter what you do. Harry Kane, you saw how a 4-3-3 could work against City with Son, Bergwijn, Mora. Well, they've all got pace. They can all interchange and do whatever. That's not Kane's game. And that's not his fault because what he does, he's the best of the world at. But we're not playing him in the position to do that. Now, what I want to talk about with him, again, I kind of I don't really want to harp on the crap that happened in the summer. It's the after effects now. And again, when you see him like again, he was the one that I, me and Danny were really looking at. He is a oh, why are you showing a picture of the fucking see, you know what? That's the thing. There he looks like he's celebrating a goal and happy and whatever. There is just absolutely why am I going through this is your life or through the keyhole at Gareth's house? <laughs> I'm going. If, who lives in a house like this? Uh, but, David, it's so, over to you. <laughs> so, so getting back to getting back to Kate, his body language. His, I mean, son, the whole time, and son was superb yesterday. Son was absolutely immense yesterday. Um, but and it wasn't just him. When people, why am I getting, okay? If every time I mention a player, here we go. So, so back to Kate. Yeah. God, I really feel like I'm in match of the day now, and he's the green screen. So, uh, so, so, there were so many times Son was in the, getting in ready. Kane is 10, 15 yards behind. Where he normally was last season, he's just, I mean, he's not blessed with pace, but he's just like this. He's just going through the motions. I mean, his back hill, which you obviously saw, was immense, but he is just not putting in the effort. It's his body. Like, like I said, I don't want to talk about his, his body language. He's like, when the, the cross came in from Emerson and he couldn't get to it, he didn't even try. The old Kane would have been in sliding to try and get a connection with it, like Gazza did with uh, Anderton in Euro 96. There would have been some effort. There would have been some... And like I've said before, when we go a goal down or a goal is conceded, 
Harry Kane is normally there going, come on, lads, come on. He just walks back by himself, head down, off he goes. And then when we scored the second goal, he's normally the first to run over and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and cut. He just went up high, five, high, and he starts walking back by himself, head down. And then the final part that really pissed me off is normally at the end of the game, when you've got the three points, there's like a yes or, or whatever. Now, the final moment of the game, the ball went out. So I'm sitting in the south stand to the right of me. So if you're thinking of the old stadium and I was in the packs in the west stand, it went out and he's right by the crowd. And normally you get a yes or whatever. He just, uh, he just walked back and then he started walking to the... He started walking. He just doesn't... Yeah, like like uh, Max said, some of the abuse he's got and everything he is... And we discussed this about mental health and everything last week. I totally, totally agree with that. When it comes to abuse, like like when at the at the protest yesterday, I won't say the Daniel Levy jelly and ice cream song because as much as I hate him, I don't wish that on anyone. Um, but it's and the, like uh, I was just discussing way before. I said it. You'll see when he's with England this week, you will see a different Harry Kane. He will be running in for those challenges. He'll be running out and making his body language. And people say, "Oh, but he's the captain." Well, he's the vice captain of Tottenham, and he's to use an American term, he's the franchise player. He's the the gold boy. He's the he's the the face of Tottenham, and it's you know what? When Luka Modric wanted to leave and he didn't, he gave everything. And you see other players that have done that, and they give everything, and then they get their move or whatever. But they say, do you know what? It didn't happen. I'm not going to let it get to me because don't get me wrong. Modric came in for him. Everyone that puts in a transfer request, which he didn't technically do, he said he wanted to leave. They're going to come into abuse because they, they they love so much, and you're going to lose your player. But everyone was going, "Woohoo! Harry Kane scored a 19 minute hat trick against Mura. I could score a 19 minute hat trick against Mura if you give me the service. I'm on you, really, you 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 really couldn't. Everyone and it's if you look at it, he's played well in two Europa League games. He came on against Wolves and could have scored, and a fit and sorry, a Harry Kane last season would have scored that, but then he came out. Because we gave him that great reception, I'm staying, I'm staying, a thank you to the fans. And then Crystal Palace, Chelsea and Arsenal, the games where he started have been our worst performances. <clears throat> and then yesterday, like I said, he did a few bits and bobs, but he keeps going out to the left wing. He's he's literally, run, he's not running, busting the gut to get in the position. He's not tracking, he's, a lot of the time he's just looking the balls up. He's lost something, or we all know what he's lost, but I just hate seeing it because if... And don't get, I think a lot of it may be because of this 4-3-3. I don't understand. When a, I can't remember. I think it was Redknapp that said, listen, football's easy. Just put the 11 best players in their best position and off you go. And when you've got the best number nine in Europe and possibly the world, I mean, that's how good he is. And we all know his scoring records and who... And then you go, yeah, that, that's really, really good. But you're the best in the world there. But what we're going to do is we're going to play you here. And the worst thing about it is we can't even give the guy a break because of injuries and whatever, because we haven't got a backup. We, we, we just He is overplayed and undervalued by Levy. And when I say undervalued, I don't mean contract-wise. I mean undervalued like he doesn't need help. This is Harry Kane. He doesn't. You know, he's, he's so overplayed. This is where his ankle injury started because he just plays every single goddamn game. And if Kane's fit, Kane plays. Or if Kane's semi-fit, as we know, he's he plays. And he, 
is that partly Kane's own doing though, Brian? By well, I think know, it is because trying to get a player in and say, listen, your second fiddle to Kane is is hard. But but you know what? There's the time where Harry Kane does need a rest. There is time, and, and and what Harry Kane needs, and as we've said it with other players, they have no competition. So it's like I could just put, I know I'm going to play. Like when we kept playing Oreo every every single week, or you know what? And, right. and uh, sorry, babe, I'll go to a story, quick story just to that uh, Mark, Mark's heard this a couple of times. Um, but I went to a Pat Jennings and uh, uh, Tony, Tony Parks Tony Park night, the Tony Parks night, and he used to say the same about Larice while Friedel was there. When we got the best out of Larice, when Friedel was there, battling him, chewing at his ankle. Exactly. That's number one shirt's mine, mate. So it's like Larice this season. He's come in and we've got Galini chomping at his heels, a good young exactly. goalkeeper. And Larice is, is, is back to showing some of his, his old form. So, you know, it, it, it shows that if, if you're, you're guaranteed, I think this is the thing with Delhi. I think one of the things with Delhi as well, he, at one point he was, he was one of the first names on the team sheet. Now he's got competition, but rather than rise, raise his game and, you know, come up with a challenge, he's not half ah, fucking, I'm still getting your money. Well, well, this is the thing. I mean, like I said, Harry Kane needs, whether it's we need time, like you know he's going to get an injury. He's not going to, I mean, I don't think he's ever had a suspension. He's racked up yellow cards, but I don't think he's got to the suspension level. But he has. A, he has. He knows I'm going to play. And then, obviously, when you say, Joe, you know what, the, the downturn in Delhi for me is when we sold Dembele. And guess what? We didn't sign a replacement because we're a great businessman and we don't need one. So we moved him from his best position into midfield. And then it was like, well, how can I do that? But you've also got to remember, with Deli Ali, he had one Yama and Dembele, and he had Ericsson. So he had brawn up, like you couldn't get past those two. Then you had Ericsson when he was on form, delivering everything he did. And there's, there's I mean, Deli Ali now is behind Foden, behind Sanjo. He's behind so many players when a few years ago, he would have been night and day ahead of them. I'd even but, put him behind Jack Wilshere at the moment. He ain't even got a club. Well, do you know what? We were actually saying, when it was in Dembele, and I realised I went to the bathroom, I didn't get to say it. I, shat, I screamed at half-time. At half-time and before the game, the guest that was there for the half-time entertainment was Rafa van der Vaart. And he was in his, he was wearing a suit and trainers, and I literally screamed down, listen, can you come on for Nundum Bele? Because literally, I would have had him on in his suit. Because Van der Vaart <laughs> is like, but, but, but Kane, you know, I'm, I'm so annoyed with him because of his attitude and his, his body language. But then again, I can't fault him because we're playing him in a formation that does not suit him. And until we do... We, 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 uh, we uh, Brian, Brian, sorry to, I'm, I'm going to play sort of the knobhead here a little bit, but how are we playing him in a position that, that doesn't suit him when it, it paid dividend for him dropping back when we had Jose and for him spearheading a three up front under Poch and every season he was, he was smashing it? Well, under Poch, obviously, we at uh, a uh, peak Poch, we were unstoppable. Like that last season at the no, lane, I'm not game. Quite a bit thickhead, yeah, I'm just. I'm so, oh no, no, no! But, but again, there were the players there that could allow him to do what he did. What What happened with Jose is obviously he got this connection with Son and Kane, which they got going. But they they weren't really. But, but this season, it's like we've lost Bow because then you had Bow on that side that could chip in whenever he was playing. When he uh, don't get me wrong, when he was playing, and there's just we're so right now. With Skip and Hoiberg, who I think are integral to us. I mean, Hoiberg, I mean, I, I wax lyrical about this dude everywhere I can. Um, but 
Kane and Son, it's like literally they just there's not the same. Son is playing more central, and then Kane's going left, and it's like, are you? I started thinking, were you doing that because of Kane's uh, Son's pace against? Uh, um, Who's the Brazilian defender for uh, Chelsea? The old dude, uh, Thiago. Thiago. Yeah. So, and, and they were saying that, but now I'm looking at it. I don't think it's because because Son is doing everything. He's dropping left. He's dropping. But when Son drops left to interchange, Kane ain't busting the gut to go into the centre. So then he's get. So there's just Son is going at 110 percent, whilst Harry Kane just simply isn't going nowhere near 100. So I think, it, yeah, it, honestly, when you go to the matches. You'll see it. Sun is buzzing up everywhere, and we'll see. Obviously, when he goes away with England, if he plays well for England and grabs a brace or a goal every game, I'm going to go absolutely fucking the mental. Thing is, though, Brian, like, he was, he was, oh, you wouldn't know the He was getting slated at the Euros for dropping off by everyone. So, yeah, so you don't that, know what position is the thing. <clears throat> Mac, you know what it is because it's a Tottenham striker, not just because it's Harry Kane and obviously his record. Everyone, unless you're a Tottenham fan. They hate Harry Kane because he always scores against them. Yeah. And they did this uh, They did this where they wanted Owen in with Sheringham. They did this when they wanted Beckham in instead of Anderton. Um, but Harry Kane... But he was doing it, though. He was dropping off. That's the he thing. was, But again, he had the England players doing what Son does for him. So if you've got... The, it's just literally... Like I said, England is a different thing where his heart's in it. He's the England captain. You know what? He, like, honestly, he, like... I, I went to the final. I went to the semi-final. He weren't playing well during the Euros, and he he no, didn't he play well. He didn't play well. He scored a great goal, but he has not been playing well for England either. No, but he, look what he did. Yeah, he scored great exactly. But he did that for Poland one in an international. And this is what I've been going mad about. And the game wasn't brilliant. He dropped deep and said, "You know what? I'm Harry Kane. I'm world class. I'm going to change this game." Dropped deep, got the ball, and does what he does best, which is shoot. And but, he's not oh, doing right, it. Sorry, I, I thought, I thought he, he did. He did. He did take that shot. He did take that shot yesterday, where it was a quick free kick, and it didn't obviously didn't work out. But he was. He's. It ain't coming off for him. Don't get me wrong. And he isn't playing well. And I don't. I agree with what you're all saying. I don't think he's yeah. not, isn't it? But he is trying. I don't. I don't buy that he's not trying. And I. I he obviously behind the scenes is doing stuff right. And I accept we ain't got no one else really. So you have to play him. But I. I for me, I just don't buy that he's not trying. Mac, and... are you going to a game anytime soon? <laughs> I went to the... Are you talking to Mac or me? Oh, <clears throat> sorry, you. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean Mac. Yeah, no, to, to you, Mark. Sorry, I meant Mac, Mark. I went on Thursday, but I'm not... Okay, so you came when he's got... But when you're next going to a Premier League game or... or a comp I'm, like, I'm, I'm hoping to go to Newcastle, but I have to wait and see if I can get a ticket, but... So, <clears> if you go to Newcastle, you're going up to Newcastle, obviously. Hopefully. Yeah, I was about to say, don't go to the, there'll be an NFL game going on there, so don't go. Uh, but but oh, you watch, when, when I say watch him, when I say watch him, watch him like player cam, like they did on Sky, where you can watch someone hmm. 15 minutes. Don't just watch, what, just watch his overall demeanour, and it's oh, listen, not very I agree with you. I, listen, I agree with what you're saying. I don't think his heart is in it. I don't think his heart is it. But what I'm saying is, I can understand the reasons why your heart, if you think about the reasons why his heart wouldn't be in it, I can see why. He's but he said, see, the, the thing I get with that, the only thing, and I'm going to turn my camera off soon because I need a cigarette, and it weren't the Harry Kane talk. Yeah. Um, so, so it's literally, like I said, he's, he's turned up against the uh, the easy games. And don't get me wrong, he looked a lot better in the Carabao Cup for Wolves. I even was on We Are Tottenham TV, and I said he had a great performance. That looked more like the Harry Kane we know. 
because I wanted to call it call the North London derby if we play a three because I just and he turned up against Wolves. It's been in the Premier League where it's a completely different Harry Kane. It's a completely different Harry Kane. And I'm just going to turn the camera off whilst I have a cigarette. Well, anyone would think we lost the game. Like, <laughs> uh, the yeah, I mean, the What's your opinion, Chris? What do you think? What do you think? You haven't said much. What do, what do you think about it? Well, like, like I said, I, I agree with you. I don't think he's not trying because he doesn't make that 70-yard run back against Arsenal if he's not trying. And I, I just think he needs a goal. I think it's he's had That's because it was his fuck-up fuck that he ran back. Yeah, but if, but if your heart's not in it, you make a fuck-up and then you go, oh, well, it's not my problem. Someone else can deal with it. But it was his, his mess-up and then he thought, well, it's my responsibility, I'm going back. If your heart's not in it, you don't really care, so you make a mess-up and then you go, oh, well, not my problem. So I, I think if his heart's not in it, he doesn't make that run back. In terms of the goals... He, he looks like he's snatching at goals to me. Like, uh, Arthur said it, didn't he, uh, Jens, on a Eugene stream yesterday? He thinks the whole summer and the fact that fat Spurs fans, not turned on him, but Spurs fans aren't... Uh, Behind he, him as much. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha has affected him a little bit. And it looks like he's um, lacking a bit of confidence. He, I mean, yeah. that, that, that chance right at the end, it bubbled off his chest and then his knee and then his leg and then he, he was too well, close to Martinez to score. So I, 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 one thing I just want to say, look what happened to David Beckham after Argentina. Hmm. He got it every single place he went from the away team. And look at the, he, he ended up winning the treble. And he had the season of his life. He, he did have some uh, fairly good players with him, though, where we've got you know, you might, you might have mediocre players. With that, with that oh, counter mean, we've got Harry Winks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. well, who needs full skulls when you got Winks? But I, 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 I think if we... If we attack more, I mean, we attacked a lot more in that game than we did in three games in total, yeah. I think. If we attack more, it suits Kane, obviously, because there's going to be more stuff coming into the box for him. Obviously, he's then going to have to be told or, or take the decision himself to get into the box. It suits Sun because he's going to get the ball early and he's going to be one-on-one -on -one with people. And like you saw, well, certainly for the goal, he took out whoever that defender was that was with him. He stopped him and then went again for fun. And it suits us, but I mean, Mark, do, do you think we will attack more? Do you think it will be that was just a one-off because Villa kind of weren't there? They 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 didn't really turn up Villa. They kind of played like we had in the last three games, and we were into them fairly early doors, like we were against City. Mm. And then the impetus was with us, and we attacked. Uh, it was good to see us attacking all through the game. I can't remember who said it on here. As soon as we conceded the goal, we then attacked it rather than sit back. But do you think we'll attack more? Do you think it that was just a one-off and then it'll be a kind of conservative kind of game again? I, I'd love to see us attack more because we're obviously far better with Kane, however he's playing, and Son and Morva and whoever and Lacelso than defending. If we don't attack, mate, I can't see him being in a job after Christmas, to be honest with you. Because if we go back to that style now, um, it just it, it doesn't work for us, does it? We've seen it. We we might be getting wins at the beginning of the season, um, but it just it's not it's not us, mate. And it, it the fans are going to turn on him. He can't, as far as I'm concerned, he cannot to, go to back. Turn on Nuno, you mean? Yeah, yeah. But they kind of already have, haven't they? I mean, this is what I mean. This is what I, I'm saying. I, I, I was convinced if we lost yesterday, he was I out of the job the by the international bait, which I is ridiculous after seven games. But 
Yeah. Do, but do you think not... the pressure's been lifted on him a little bit by this game, or do you think it's just it's only been lifted for two weeks? Because if he loses to Newcastle, we're exactly back I'm, I'm, where we I'm were. Gut, I'm gutted he hasn't gone. We've missed out on Ranieri. Uh-huh. I'm I'm going to sound like a massive. This is what I'm saying about like we're bipolar, and I'm reactionary. Is you know what I mean I changed my mind. I was said he needs to go if we don't beat Villa. But then I'm saying give the new players a chance. But we've had a we've had. A, I'm sick of saying it. Like we had a year and a half of Mourinho playing shit football. We needed a manager that was going to come in and play attacking style of football and and have a plan to do that and. If he ain't doing that, I don't want to see him. It's as simple as that, really. Because I'm just fed up of that style. We can win. Yeah. It is one of them, Chris. If you if he was if he carried on winning, if he won against, Arsenal, oh, yeah, no one cares, do they? One nil wins with one shot on target the entire game. No one cares, do they? No, as soon as no. exactly like Joe say, like you say, as soon as you lose with that style of play, not it's, that's what I mean. So he has to if he wants to stay in a job, he has to come up with a plan of attacking football and show us something. Um, because we will accept if we are, you know, if we lost three two to Newcastle, but we were giving it a go. Look, we had we done the the pod, didn't we, after the Everton League Cup game, uh, no, the FA Cup game, wasn't it, last season? Do you remember? And we was all saying, well, that was good because Marino took the shackles off, and it was an yeah. exciting game of football. And although we lost, we was actually but, quite pleased with but some it's of also the. What I say to you week in week out, Mark, isn't it? As long as they're putting in their all, wearing that shirt, putting their bodies on the line, hey. Uh, you know, a happy Spurs fan to see him fighting for the badge, fighting for the shirt. You know, I'll happily take a, a five, a five-four loss, a two-one loss, a narrow one-nil, as long as the boys are, are giving their all. And and that that's the bit that, that disappoints me more than anything else. The half-assed approach, the mm. sitting back and you know thinking that they can hold on to a one-nil lead. You know, we proved under Jose Mourinho we can't do that. You know, no. we're proving again this season we can't do that. You know, I, I, I didn't know what I was more excited about. You know, what I was more, you know, yesterday was the fact that, you know, the, that we got three points or the fact we scored more than one goal. It was fantastic. Two um, in open play as well. Um, but uh, the problem is, is you sit there about saying the attacking type of football. I think our first three games, we, we showed some real promise. And I, I was, I wasn't disappointed about Nuno coming in. I, I looked at what he did with Wolves and thought with a better squad, I think he might be successful at Spurs. You know, first three games, I was thinking, oh, happy days, you know. We're... And then the next three games, I'm thinking, for fuck's sake, what, what, what the hell's going on here? What have we done? Um, yesterday, we, we had, a, you know, we showed some impetus and, you know, a, a bit more, you know, flair and, and, and some nicer football and attacking football to watch. But are we just going to be, is this going to be an up and down season where we're going to have a couple of games where we think, oh, great, is, is, is it back? Is this, you know, is the Spurs DNA finally, you know, going to start seeping through or... You know, and then two weeks later, all sat there going, Nuno shit, get rid of the prick. Kane, Kane still being a lazy ass. You know, why is Deli Ali starting again and uh, dying? He's hanging from a yard arm. You know, just going back to Kane, we've got a message. Uh, if you're going to go to war, questioning the loyalty of your talisman, the man that's leading the charge, you're guaranteed a deflated morale throughout your ranks. Unity requires loyalty. What I would say is there, it's no one begrudged right, him a move. No one begrudged him a move. It, it, it was the fact that he refused to come to training and 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 whatever that that's that's the issue and then like Brian says the 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 body language and yeah, I think he's not talking about the players. I think he's talking about the players. 
Oh, right, okay. Uh, if, yeah, if you clarify that maybe on, on the chat, or maybe I've got the wrong end of the stick there. Yeah, um, he's given his all, mate, and he's supposed to be the tallies, man, and no one else. It's like it's like when he never turns up to a final. You expect Harry Kane to be the one to, to pull, pull everybody up yeah. by their bootstraps and say, come on, boys, let's get stuck in. And, yeah, if he's, if he's not fast, then the rest of the team are going to follow, follow suit because he is supposed to be the tallies, man. You know, I think, like, I think we should have got rid of him a couple of years ago. I, I think that Tottenham football... Um, especially towards the end of Poch here, it was, was too focused around Harry Kane. And I think it has continued to be too focused around Harry Kane when we've got a lot more to our squad than I think what people believe because everything is focused around Harry Kane. Get rid of him so the team can become more of a team. And mm. that, that's just something that, that I've said before and I just wanted to, to say it again. Yeah, the problem is now... The problem is now that his stock is is uh, decreasing, just like Ali's, isn't it? So we, whereas we could have had a large amount of money a few years ago, like you say, yeah. Now it's not going to be as much, and I think well, that yeah, uh, this is the last season we could have commanded a high fee for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think and that Levy is still going to rate him as uh, in the, around two hundred well, million. Well, he won't go anywhere, like will he? He won't go anywhere, will he? Mbappe's on a free, he'll probably go to Madrid, but he's still on a free with other clubs yeah. you can go from Ireland, 70 million. Yeah. Yeah, Ireland will go somewhere for 70 million. So so Levy will say 150 million for pound for Kane, no one will touch him because no, I'll be honest, you, you, you can get someone half price who's six years younger or, or, or completely free who's no, I think, oh, I think 15 Kane, I think years Kane will still go to City next year, but I think Kane will have no choice. Um, I think Levy will have no choice but take 100, 110 million pounds for him. I think Haaland will go to United and Mbappe will go to Real Madrid. That's not how Levy works, though, is it? That's not how Levy works, though, is it? Mate, but this is the thing, though. It, it depends what's been agreed now. It depends if there's anything in writing. I, I don't expect Harry Kane to, to still be at Tottenham next year, next season. I think no. this is definitely one, one way or another. I think this is going to be his last season. See, no, I, I, do, I do expect him to be... Sorry, Chris, you finish, you finish, mate. Well, I do expect him to stay there because the way Levy works is he wants to get the fee for a player that he paid for. Kane was free, so he, he won't care. You either pay £150 million or he's staying here. You've still got another two years left. And if he goes at the end of his contract for nothing, then I haven't lost anything, and he'll be 30 then. You, I, you I don't think he'll I go think we've got it the wrong way around. I think... Haaland ain't going to United, and the only reason is because of Roy Keane and his dad. He will not go there. He's a Man City boy. Um, yeah. I think Kane will go to United, in all honesty, because Cavani will be gone, and Kane is going there. We all know we all know where um, uh, Mbappe's going. That's Real Madrid without it. don't even matter. It's just whether it's free or he said he'll never leave on a free. So it's whether he does a Judas on them or if he, uh, if he signs a contract and then they buy him for whatever. And then... Uh, Haaland will end up at City because like uh, I was saying in Sky Sports when they said have they really missed the boat with not getting a striker because of the way they're playing this false nine and I can see honestly United will stump up 100 million for for for, for Kane in a heartbeat and now um, they'll probably throw Martial in as well just to make sure yeah they well they can keep Martial and we'll give him a reduction on the 100 million no, you know what I mean so <laughs> um, <laughs> That that that's what I see, and I, the other thing I've got to say as well, because I've heard you talking about when I was kind of the attack, the way we were playing attacking as well. I don't think it's got a lot to do with the attackers. I think it has a hell of a lot to do with Skip and Hoiberg being there, because when them two are together, they literally it's like what I love about Skip is his position. Like 
Teddy Sheringham can see things. This guy's positional awareness of where the ball is going to be or where to is absolutely outstanding. And because of it, it allows Hoiberg to come a little bit more forward. You, you look at that clearance against things, yeah? In yeah. The second half. Just, yeah, it, it, to me, that, yeah, it, it just typifies exactly what Skip brings and the maturity and, and the way he sees the game for somebody of such a young age. I, I think is is superb. And I think, and I said, you know, you reiterate what I said earlier. I think, for me, those two, they're... they're, they're they, they're the staple that that team needs to kind of go. Couldn't agree more. Moment. Yeah, yeah. They we play better when they're both playing alongside each other. Yep. I mean, Jens, what what was your opinion of the attack? I know for a fact because you're on Eugene's team, you were pleased with it. So we bring some positivity back to this after moaning at Kane and, and disappointed in Kane for while but I mean, do you think we'll carry on with that attacking play or do you think it was a kind of one-off the same question i asked mark a little while ago yeah i'm not really sure about that i mean i've heard different opinions from uh people about nuno at wolves but the overriding opinion seemed to be that he is Mourinho-esque. Hmm. um and i'd love him to carry on attacking i think that would be great but i'm not 100 percent sure that he has that in his dna um and that is going to slip back to the defensive crap that we saw uh under Mourinho um and also that well I mean it, it's it's not as if we we even defended particularly well apart from yesterday in the three games before that uh the three Premier Premier League games before that um just we we don't have the defense that can sit back it's mm. just, it's, it, we don't have players who can just, um, you know, put that large dish tackle in, clear the ball and sit back for 80 minutes or whatever. Um, I, I know this is a massive cliche, but attack is always the best form of defence because that pulls, that causes the other team to, um, to be obviously pushed back. Um, so I don't see why... We can't play like we did yesterday, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to revert to type. And... I think against Newcastle, it has to happen. They're they're even more defensively weak yeah. than us. But uh, uh, comment here as well: Our talisman lost his passion to play at Spurs. That's his request to move. Our team lacks passion. Is that a coincidence? Two of our most talented and on Bele as well lost their passion. All the fans want to see his passion. I, I completely agree. I mean. That that ever Arsenal game, the first half, uh, I was I, I was dumbfounded, and then I watched Carragher's. Uh, <laughs> bastard! I I'd erase that from my memory, and you have to bring it back. <laughs> it's like well, mate, uh, that, it's a Tottenham podcast. I'm going to talk about them in their their recent history. I've done all I could to forget about it, and you just opened the wounds. Okay, well, well, we'll move on to a more positive. Obviously, we've. Uh, Good win. Villa are a good side, but slightly inconsistent. I think that's what you said, Mac, earlier. Um, is the international break at a bad time? Ignore injuries, ignore injuries and anything that comes from that. But in terms of you've got a good win, obviously there must be some confidence that goes with that. And now you've got to wait two weeks until the next league game. Would it have been better if uh, there was no international break, we beat Villa, and then it's fairly quick until we play the next Premier League game? Or do you think it's... Uh, Kind of thank God we didn't lose that, and then we have two weeks to wallow. They they've got a, a happy two weeks. 
I don't, got a win under their belt. I, I, I don't know, mate, to be honest, because you look what happened with the last international break. We came back and lost mm. three games, 3-0. Three um, you know, um, I, I, I don't like international breaks. I'll be perfectly honest with you. During the season... Because you're Scottish. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't like international breaks because I. I think, especially for what it's not like it, it's. It's not overly important. Some of the breaks that we do have. You, know, you look at. You know. I know they brought in this this Euro this Euro league thing for for to make internationals more meaningful. I'd rather not add the breaks. I'd rather keep watching the guys. You know, play the Premier League, keep the momentum going. You know, rather than breaking off, getting unnecessary injuries. Um, I, I think that this international break, I don't think it's going to make much difference. With, with what we've already said about Tottenham and, you know, do, do we think it's going to be up and down? Do we think that this, this attacking style of football that we saw yesterday is going to stay? We, you know, some of us said, oh, probably not. And some of us said, oh, it would be nice to. You know, um, I, don't, I, I don't think it makes a blind bit of difference. I don't think it's going to make a, any difference to me for this international break is whoever comes back injured. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, do you think there will be injuries, Mark? Two weeks. I don't know how many games there are in the international break. At least two, I'd have thought for most teams. But um, and then obviously the uh, South Americans are they allowed to go? I'm sure I read somewhere or heard somewhere that the Premier League given them allowance to go, so there shouldn't be a, a Romero, the Celso, Beckham uh, situation, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah, they're allowed. I think they're allowed to go. That they don't have to go yeah. back to Croatia. They can come back to Hot Hotspur Way and train. For five yeah. days behind closed doors. Do you think it's a good thing we got Newcastle? I mean, they're they're fairly low. Their defence is all over the place. Yeah, it's away, which isn't going to be easy. But do you, really? do you think it's? Are you, are you really just? Don't, don't you remember when they did us five-one? We yeah, really I was about to, that was the that was the point I was about to make. It's not like they're not our jinx team, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we've we, we beat we beat we beaten three 0 there a little while ago. Yeah, but mate, honestly, going back going back for years, Newcastle have always been one of them teams where and they're the just one we won on the yeah. opening day of the season. Not that long as Mac just said. Do you remember when they got relegated? They had a player sent off, and we got absolutely spanked by them. And we needed to win to finish above Arsenal. I'm never confident, no matter how Newcastle are playing, going up there. To be honest with you. Um, is this an old game where Steve Bruce becomes a tactical fucking genius? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They've always got this little hoodoo over us, mate. It's just yeah. one of them teams. Like, what was it the other season when uh, what's his name that striker? Joe Willock came no, on no, yeah, him as well. Yeah, him. He's got he got a couple, didn't he, last season against yeah, us? Yeah. Oh, Joe, Joe Linton. Joe we Linton scored. scored. We battled him the whole game. Every year against us. Yeah, yeah. We battled yeah. them the whole, the whole 90 <laughs> minutes and they won 1-0. One one yeah, so to, to be quick, Chris, I, I expect us to win because, as you say, they are important, but I wouldn't be surprised if we got fucking beat 4-0 by them, to be honest with you. They're no. just one of them teams for us. Yeah, what do you think, Jens? Do you think it's a good team to play uh, or do you think bogey team it could be tricky and then we've got two weeks of our head not in the kind of Premier League game because we've got two week off and, and like Max said what happened after the last international break yeah well that, as, as Mark said they are our bogey team um, and yeah even though no matter how bad they're playing they always seem to pull a result out against us but I have to say I'd be, I think I'll be quietly confident for this one um, they're not looking great I mean yeah we haven't looked great the last uh, apart from yesterday, the, the three games before that. But 
I'm hoping we've turned a corner. Um, just hopeful that, as you said as well, no injuries in the international break. I know that the Danes have got two games, uh, so we'll be able to probably play both of those against Moldova and Austria. Um, I'm not sure who the English are playing. Hungary's or, one of them. Hungary's it, okay. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed. No damage. And uh, we can pick our first 11. And, um, yeah, maybe oh. Harry will score for England. And then... Uh, uh, just a quick one, Jan. We're away yeah. to Andorra Saturday and then home to Hungary Tuesday. Okay. At least that's pretty much a full week, though, isn't it? Home uh, on the Tuesday. You've got a full week with very minimal travel. And then yeah. you'd assume that most of those players in England, anyway, are based in London. So it's just a little bit of a commute. But I, I mean, yeah. Brian, do you think we'll come back and then carry on where we left off against Villa? Or do you think it will be like the last international break where it's a completely different team and, and looks a completely shell of the team that was top of the league before the last one? So I have to say, you know what, for years and years and years, I hated the international breaks. But now I just can't wait for them to come because there's always a bloody story around Tottenham. There's always a media agenda. Um, I think it's vital Nuno got the win because if he didn't, in the two weeks, the media would have just dug their claws in so so deeply. Um, and to tell you the truth, I'm delighted because I've got two weeks where, where I'm home at London and can be with my family and friends and Tottenham can't ruin it. Uh, because until yesterday... Unless Harry Kane scores a hat-trick for England. Oh, do you know what? If, then I'll be like, do you know what? If Harry Kane does, if Harry Kane, that's one thing. Harry Kane does that for England, let's say he scores one in each or two in and one or whatever amount of goals, and then we play Newcastle and he don't score and he goes missing. Anyone that disputes it, especially playing Newcastle, yes, they're our bogey team, but they are not a good team. They are not a good team. Quick one, Chris. Can I make a request? If if England do ha if Kane has a really good international break and then he like does fuck all against Newcastle, can I please be on the next show with Brian? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I need to be on more. I need to be on more. We're gonna we're gonna talk. I, I oh mate, this is a this is a bromance starting. I've, I've, I've added you. I'm, I've, I've added you on Twitter. Ah, uh, superb, superb. Um, why weren't you before? How dare you? Um, but but yeah, listen. <laughs> they'll come back from the international break. And do you know what? Everyone's going to be a bit fitter. There's another bloody one in November. So who knows? This time, if we're, if we're doing it symmetrically, then we should come back and win every game until the next one. Mm. So then, uh, so then that's like I said, listen, we all know these international breaks are coming. It have been poor. Let them go away and be with their friends and do what they want. Well, as long as we don't have the COVID nonsense or pick up any injuries, just they need to get minutes. And we're, we're, the next ones we've got, what we've got, we've got, Newcastle, West Ham, United as three of the next league games. I don't know if that's the exact next three. If there's one before, after West, I mean West Ham. I'm dreading. I'm doing the watch along for We Are Tottenham TV, and I think I might be a little bit volatile on that show. Just, just I've got a sneaking feeling. Um, Jens, you might have to come over and just laugh. You may have to come over and just laugh. <laughs> oh, we have, um, then we got Newcastle. <laughs> we got Betis away. Then we got West Ham. Then we got Burnley in the cup, and then we got United. Okay, so, so listen, we, we, we end it positively with a win, and I'm okay for it. I mean, if it had been a loss, mm. yeah, I, was, I, I, I don't think Nuno would still be in the job now if we'd have lost badly. I, yeah, unfortunately, but again, we're directing it at the wrong person. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to stop there before I, I, I go on a 58 minute rant about the parasite. <laughs> 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 
for me, with, um, with with Newcastle, I'm even going to throw in a score prediction. Uh, I, I think yeah. we'll, I think we'll win three one. Um, I, nice. I do. I've got I've got three one just sort of rumbling around in my head. Harry uh, Kane hat trick. Yeah, yeah. No, um, <laughs> then I'm definitely coming on the next one. No, no, I think um, <laughs> Tony and Dumbele and uh, Lucas with um, with one that will get taken away from him again. Um, but he's, I, I do, I, I think we'll do them. I, I think the biggest problem we're going to have against Newcastle is if St Maximum turns up and, and has yeah. a blinder. I think he, he's, he's, for me, he's Newcastle's biggest threat. And don't get me wrong, I know Callum Wilson knows where the back of the net is and, you know, that little... North London reject who's now up there as well, who's um, you know, you know, did it against us last season. But yeah, I, I think yeah, I think there's a lot of positivity to come from the Villa game. Um, I think as long as internationals go well, yeah, I, I don't see why we we won't go up there and do them. But obviously, it's Newcastle and going back to what Mark said, going back to what Jan said. There's always a possibility, but for me, I'm, I'm going to put my neck out and say three one. So remind me of that, Mark, when we do our pod. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, like Brian says, it was imperative we got that win. Uh, but like I say, I don't think Nuno would be in the job now if we hadn't have got the win. So ho- hopefully that gives us a bit of confidence and hopefully the attacking play that we had, which we haven't had pretty much for a month, is a sign of things to come and then he'll try and attack teams because that's our strength, not defence. Don't, don't get um, your own up, Chris. Sorry? Don't get your own up, mate. Well, you yeah. know... I always think we'll win a game, and so it makes that the loss is even more painful because I predicted a win in my head. But uh, you know, we'll see. I, I, I'm yeah on the positive frame of mind for Newcastle. Hopefully, we don't get any injuries, and then the players can have a good uh, international break. No injuries. Kane can find some form and then bring that back to Tottenham. But uh, yeah, uh, pretty much run out of time. Uh, been great having you guys on uh, as always uh mark mac welcome back uh, Cheers, great mate. chatting to you again uh before you go uh emotion raw emotion is your podcast uh where can people find that it'll be on the link anyway in the description but where can people find that if they don't know where it is mac do you want to go you like talking more than me <laughs> <laughs> I've got you and bloody Brian on. I can't get a word in edgeways. Poor Yan up there. Stop it. GB at the bottom, mate. That's all you need, mate. Um, right. So, Chris, if you don't mind, uh, Mark, um, for people who are watching this, for people who are unaware, although I'm sure you are because he's retweeted the arse out of it, and congratulated certain people, you know, and not everybody for donations, but Mark ran the London Marathon for... Um, children with cancer yesterday there is still time to donate guys please um if you even if it's a pound it, it doesn't matter um you know hopefully chris will will pop out a retweet of, of mark's um uh, send, send me the link on text as well and i'll stick it on the description and uh thank you yeah please guys it's, it's, it's a worthy cause um you know as, as regards bit up and, and any cancers is it's worthy but you know, if, if you've got a spare bit, please. Um, but also, you'll find us on, on Twitter at, at Emotion Pod, um, Raw Emotion, a Tottenham podcast. You know, um, and myself is at Mac 1882 uh, THFC, and Mark is at 1981 Spur. You know, we're, we're available for bar mitzvahs, weddings, you know. And, you know. <laughs> 
know, <laughs> if, if you get bored on a Friday night, you just fancy a chat. It's it's fine. We're here. Um, but it, it's been a pleasure of being being back on with you, Chris. It's been a long time. Yeah, pleasure having you guys on. Yeah, it's thoroughly enjoyed it. See you got your headset on, so you can get back to Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> but no, genuinely, mate, thank you very much, Brian. Yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure meeting you guys. It's, it's been a lot nice of fun. Nice to meet you too. Yeah, uh, Brian, full of chat. Yan quietly getting pissed in the corner. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been great, and genuinely, thank you guys. It's, it's been fantastic. No Yams, uh, you're on shelf side Spurs. Uh, where can people find that if they don't know yeah, about that? That's on uh, YouTube um, and also on Twitter. I think it's at Shelf Spurs. Uh, we do a show usually once, maybe twice a week, uh, Thursdays or Fridays. Uh, it's always a good laugh. Um, so, uh, yeah, pop on if you have time. Excellent. And Brian, Tottenham on tour. Uh, where can people find that? Yeah, they can find us on YouTube and Twitter and they can find me pretty much on any street corner whoring myself out to get on any stream I can. Um, so, like I said, I've got my Julia Roberts outfit. I'm working it, baby, working it. Um, but yeah, they, they, can find, they can find me at Tottenham on tour. Uh, we've had a bit of a, last week we haven't really done a lot, me and Brian, but we're doing shows like The Final Whistle with the, the it's called Dan THFC now, but it was the, the, the Yid Kid. Um, we've got another few shows that we're going to bring out and there's going to be a lot more uh, content with me and Brian together coming up uh, we might be doing a show tomorrow um, so yeah but you can find us at Tottenham on Tour Excellent and uh, obviously all the links will be in the uh, description Mark's uh, uh, link to sponsoring for the um, marathon will also be there that'll be on the YouTube link and also the uh, uh, Apple, Spotify and podcast link uh, hit those uh, sites up, uh, give them a retweet, give them a retweet, what am I saying? Uh, not a v- you can't give them a retweet, but uh, give them a subscribe, uh, give That's them likes the on their channels, yeah, and obviously this one as well. We've got 40 people watch this and nine likes, not really sure how that works, surely 40 people who would be happy that uh, Spurs won, there'd be 40 likes, but yeah, uh, thanks for watching and uh, 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 adding your comments in. Uh, yeah, and make sure you like all of the other streams as well and the podcast as well. Make sure you sponsor Mark. But we've got an international break, like Brian said. We've got two weeks where Spurs can't ruin anything for us unless well, Levy can. scores a hat. Levy trick, can, but... just the team. Yeah. The team can't. That's the owners can. different show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, two weeks where Spurs won't lose a game. Happy days. <laughs> uh, yeah, until next time, uh, we'll be back. I've got a Spurs quiz next Monday as well, by the way, and there's an actual prize as well. Uh, I've got a prize, and Brian, you'll be pleased to know it doesn't come from the Spurs shop, so you wouldn't be... Well, I wouldn't have spent the money, so I wouldn't have cared. But if you'd won the prize and it had come from the Spurs shop and you'd got a prize that was funded for by giving Levy money, you wouldn't have been happy about it. Yeah, maybe, but, but can the prize be five minutes alone with Levy? Because then no one else doing the quiz, because that's all mine. No, 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 Brian, the prize isn't you going to prison. <laughs> no, but it's fine. You wouldn't know. Listen, I've, I've, it's on YouTube, Brian. It's on YouTube. I was about to say there wouldn't be a hair out of place, but there is no hair. So uh, there won't be a glasses out of place. Everything will remain in contact. I want to speak to him verbally. Right, okay. <laughs> 
That's not the prize, no. Oh, um, damn it. This is a long, you know what? This is one of the longest outros I've ever been on my life. <laughs> <laughs> you, were on here for, you were on here for months, you're used to this. Yeah. We were doing oh, this yeah. for a long time. Anyway, international yeah. break, two weeks off, two weeks off of Spurs, England. Are the only team that could ruin it, not Spurs. We've got our win. We're back up. We've stopped that rot. Hopefully, we can carry that on with Newcastle. Until then, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Leave it out. Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs! <laughs>